Welcome to Hope in the Margins, a podcast of Hope Community Church that is seeking to help you connect the hope of Jesus with your everyday life in the margins. I'm your co-host Chandler Young, joined alongside Caleb Blanton, and today also joined alongside Jansen Cranford for part two of Behind the Music, where we're getting to hear the stories behind the songs Faithful and Anchor that Caleb and Jansen have helped write together and that have been instrumental in the life and story of Hope Community Church as we've gotten to sing them and celebrate what the Lord has done together as a family. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, sweet. Well, this episode is about the song Anchor. And so Anchor, you two, as you've said a little bit, um, written this song together over a long period of time. And so maybe if we can start at the beginning again just a little bit. Jansen's joining us. Jansen, tell us a little bit about kind of what Anchor has meant to you and kind of a little bit of the story behind this song. Sure. So, I mean, for as long as I can remember, I've I've loved Hebrews 6.19 and particularly that verse in the NIV. It says, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. And um, the original concept uh, that turned into this song just I think way back to 2016 maybe uh, I just one night you know came up with a little melody to fit that first line we have this hope as an anchor for the soul and um, and then it's just over the years it's evolved and you know we've we've written verses and alternate verses and tried different melodies and um, I think similar to the song Faithful we talked about on the last episode, um, I wanted to convey that things in life are going to happen. There's going to be storms. There's going to be trials. You know, the scripture says to take heart for I've overcome the world. And so this song is another song that tells the truth. It doesn't shy away from the messy stuff. But it's, instead, it points to an anchor in the middle of all the uncertainty, in the middle of the trial, the storm. Um, you know, we have this anchor. And if you think about a traditional anchor, you know, like you see on the people's, you know, the, the stickers on the back of SUVs and the, you know, on a necklace, you know, if you look at the top of an anchor, it's a cross. And so um, I wanted the song to show how the cross is the anchor. And we intentionally, Caleb and I, have some of the language in the song has an old kind of hymn-like feel to it. So we wanted it to kind of make people think about like the old rugged cross, you know, how we'll cling to the cross. And just like if you were, you know, lost at sea, you know, you know, Christ, you know, he's our, he's our anchor, but it's also he's like our life raft. Or he's the, you know, the thing someone's going to throw to you to, for you to latch on to, you know, so we're going to cling to that life-saving thing, and that's what the cross really is for us. Yeah, that's good. And i just say this as like a side note. Caleb, you talking about this song in 2021, and, and Jansen, I know you haven't gotten to witness this in, in the room here at Hope in the auditorium, but 
I feel like this song is becoming an anthem for our church that's just been pretty powerful to see like time and time again, no matter who's singing it, that the energy, the passion, that it's, it's real when we sing this song. And Caleb, you can speak to that a little bit if you want. Yeah, so um, I don't remember the exact date. And I don't know if I, I told you this necessarily, but um, so there's one thing to introduce a new song to the church, whatever it is. Uh, Graves in the Gardens is a huge song, I mean, all across the nation. But when we introduce that to our church, you know, you wonder how it's going to be received because, I mean, as the worship leader, you're putting words and melodies into the worshipers' hearts and mouths, right? To That they will then use to worship the Lord with. Music is just the tool. You introduce Graves in the Gardens, you know it's, I hate to use language, but you know it's a hit because it's working elsewhere. You know people at least will like it or become a fan of it. And so whenever you do your own song that no one's ever heard, you know, there's this, this, you have this insecurity like, ooh, um, I hope everybody likes this, while the whole time you know um, it's not about that. If God right. told you to do this, then you do it. And uh, so the first time we sang it, I remember looking down, and everybody knows Jeff Marburger. Jeff's sitting on the front row. He usually sits about halfway back on the right-hand side uh, looking out from the stage. But this particular week, I, he might have got there at a time all the seats were taken, so he had to come down the front row. And I remember we got to the bridge, and it said, My hope is anchored in the one who calms the storms. And I see Jeff, eyes closed, hands out, just saying these words. It's almost like he had to remind himself in that moment or something. Something was happening within him, and I know he wouldn't be embarrassed to me share that. But I remember thinking, okay, that's pretty cool. Someone who's never heard this song before got something out of it. And then when I left church that day on the ride home, the enemy just starts attacking. And I'm like, nah, it didn't work. The song didn't work. And... uh uh, I text Skip about it because he, he had heard the song a long time ago, so he knew kind of where it had been. I'm like, hey, how'd you think it went? He's like, yeah, I thought, I thought it sounded great. And people, uh, you know, started singing along by the end. You know, he's, he's being encouraging. And I was like, ah, something about it. I don't know, something about it. I know it's a good song, but I don't know why. It just doesn't feel right, you know. And I don't know if it was the next time or the third time, but, like, something was like, you've got you've to try it again. Well, whether it's the second or third time, I remember like feeling this energy, call it the Holy Spirit, call it, you know, just just normal like power in the room. Um, something happened and people were really singing. And, uh, you know, I mean, from the get go, from verse one to, to the closing of, the, of that, that bridge part. And so it was it was really, really uh, it was just different, you know, something I never really felt before. And it's like God just came up beside me, put his arms around me, you know, it was just like, don't you worry about this. I got it. Just keep doing what I told you to do. And uh, and so, yeah, I, I think people like the song for a song, but I also think that, that God's, um, well, number one, God's being ministered to through people. And I think that people are uh, are attaching themselves to it in that way too. And what better thing to sing then you, you start off, I have this hope that's an anchor for the soul. I mean, in all of Scripture, that verse is up there as far as something that's 
I mean, its own coffee mugs, its own bumper stickers, but that's one that that carries so much weight. I mean, there's poetry in there and the metaphor of, of the anchor. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you said that while ago about the, uh, the cross being, being the anchor and making sure that was in the song because I do remember that now. You know, there's a reason that line exists in there, and it's more so than just happenstance. So, so yeah, uh, hopefully we get this Joker recorded soon. And uh, Yeah, let's make this happen. <laughs> you can give at – no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a way to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's in the it's in the works. It's in the works. People provide. That's right. Provide. That's right. (laughs) I love it. Well, Jansen, you got something else with this song? Yeah, I think what what helped the song because as songwriters, you know, there's always like you have this intuition, and I think the reason that we sat on this song for so long is that it kind of had to marinate a little bit Mm. or age a little bit, and I think what finally helped the song kind of shift to becoming what it is now with this kind of gospel feel to it was when Caleb um, just presented that super simple, my hope is anchored in the one who calms the storm. I won't be shaken. I belong to the Lord. Because I think we had gone through a bunch of different bridge ideas and stuff. And I mean, like with any song, I mean, if you keep working at it long enough, you'll, you'll land on what sticks and you'll, and it'll feel right. And so I think, when you when you landed on that um, bridge and just making it feel kind of gospelly, that really helped the song a lot. And I think this song is unique in that, you know, you can just kind of park on that bridge. You know, you can like just kind of end the song there. You know, uh, or you can go back. You know, to the course or whatever. But I think that that bridge is unique and you know, and just it's something people want to sing. Um, so. I think that's one of the cool cool parts about it. And I'll shout out our drummer, one of our drummers, Jacob Wilson. So part of a, a song and writing it is going through the the the, the phases of, uh, well, I mean, what do you call it? Like you have the rough draft, but then you have the final draft. Mm-hmm. What do you call that process? Uh, where you're tweaking everything? Editing or something? Yeah, like, yeah, editing, just the evolution of the song mm-hmm. as it as it starts and it grows into something. And I think, you know, you had to sit on that song and sing that melody over and over and over and figure out, oh, that's what was missing. And in this sense, I felt like it really took off when drums were introduced to the song. And so that cool little drum groove that you'll hear was that came out of the arms of Jacob, you know, and uh, so shout out Jacob. Uh, if he ever listens to this, but uh, I think that really took the song in, in the right direction and allowed it to fully form into into what it is as a musical piece, you know. But uh, we know, I mean, the Holy Spirit was was in it, so um, that that was definitely cool. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just thinking about that time that you're talking about on Sunday morning when the something felt different. Um, we just sang oceans. And, you know, it's a song that everyone knows. And and I know it, you can't, like, we can't quantify or necessarily discern in the moment what the Spirit's doing, you know. It's the same way when you preach a sermon and the room's just got these blank faces on their, on their face. You know, like, we don't really know what the Lord's doing, and we might not know for 
several weeks or months or however long, if we ever find out. But I remember the energy, even in oceans, just being kind of kind of dead, kind of somber. And then when you started to anchor, like it hmm. was it was powerful to look around the room and to see um, people worshiping. And really even now that I've been here for several more months, I, I remember Skip talking about him doing this, that worship corporately is so powerful because when you know the people in the room and you know the stories and you know the things that they're going through and yet you still you see them singing my hope is anchored in the one who calms the storm and like for me especially that day there were a lot of college students in the room and i know their stories and i know the things that they're going through and have gone through and to see their faces light up with that song and to worship that song um it was powerful for me to be in that room and to experience that and I'm excited because I know it won't be the only time that that happens, but just cool to see that the spirit bringing life in those moments through this song. It's cool. Yeah, and I, I can't help but think of how, you know, God and his sovereignty, um, you know, he knows like what's on the horizon for people, you know, and so I think the the cool thing about this song taking so long to you know, be introduced or to be needed, I guess, was the fact that, um, you know, cut with the year we just came out of, 2020, and then even the earlier part of 2021, uh, just with the things people have gone through with, you know, COVID-19 or job loss or just, you know, being, um, you know, away from community and stuff I think it made the song right for that season whereas if you know maybe we we had literally introduced it in 2019 2018 you know it may have not connected or been kind of the the medicine for the for the soul that it was you know or is now Hmm. yeah I mean so We'll probably talk about this on a later episode, but the song that, that was written in our church called Provider that we've sang a little bit, that was written right out a year ago. So we're recording this in March 2021, but that song began about a year ago, um, and I found the, the original voice memo last night. Um, Skip sent me this idea, this thought, and I responded and sent him this 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 musical concept back. And... Uh, that song's perfect for 2020. Anchor needed to, like you say, sit there and age, proof, whatever, <laughs> to, to be rich and ready for the, the following year. Um, we definitely needed hope like an anchor in 2020, but this is the reminder. When mountains shake again, when waters rise again, you know, his love, his, uh, his mercy is going to rescue us once more. And it's going to continue to do that, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. so I actually have something. And uh, Caleb, you you don't know this either, but you did our staff devotional on Psalm 40 um, this past week. And Psalm 40 is my favorite song. And it's a a really big part of my story, actually, my sophomore year in college. And uh, 
get kind of emotional thinking about it a little bit, but this song, this anchor song, even reminds me of that because the first three verses of Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. And I just remember um, when the Lord used this psalm in my life. And I remember reading and researching about what, uh, what this is painting, this picture. And John Piper talks about that this desolate pit, this pit of destruction, is to imagine that you're stuck in this, this well and that there's a hurricane going on and that it's slinging you around, this massive storm that's slinging you from side to side. And not only are you being slung around by the storm, but that you're standing in quicksand. And that every step that you try to take on your own, you just sink deeper and deeper and deeper. And when I thought of this song, I thought of um, David's words that even in verse one, I waited patiently for the Lord that oftentimes hope is, is defined as that. It's, it's waiting expectantly. And that, that's, that this waiting wasn't a passive waiting, but that it was an active waiting. And so uh, when you guys sing this song and when we sing it corporately, I think of this, this anchor that reaches down to me when I'm in this desolate pit that I can cling to the cross as, it, as God pulls me and delivers me from this pit. And that it's not just so that I can walk freely and continue as I, as I may, but the verse three that he's put a new song in my mouth, the song of praise to our God that many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. And so just for me that my hope is anchored in that, the one who calms the storms around me, the one who I can cling to, that surely I belong to, that, that loves me and cares for me. And so I just, I think, it's powerful. It's been powerful for me. Maybe even this is the first time I'm realizing that those words mean so much because of hmm. the way that Lord has used that psalm in my life. I think about the um, the hymn, Come Thou Fount, and how it talks about that we're prone to wonder, we're prone to leave um, the God that we love. <clears throat> and I think, you know, as Christians, you know, even though we, we have love for God and we have the part of us that desires God, we still have the flesh that we have to wrestle. And there's times that we are satisfying the flesh or we, we're feeding that sinful nature and, and neglecting or starving that part of us that pursues God. And and in verse 2 of, our, of the song here, it says that, you know, He doesn't change. His love will never leave. And He's full of grace. And He's pursuing us when we retreat. So even when we're not seeking God or we're, um, you know, just in that pit of destruction and self-destruction or whatever it may be, that God and His grace is still pursuing us. And it's almost like I get this vision of, like, the Coast Guard, you know, He's out there looking for us, you know, shining the light and finding us and lowering this... Um, you know, rescue ladder or something before we even hear the chopper or see the light or whatever, you know, it's like even when we're in that quicksand and we're not even necessarily looking for God, maybe at that moment, he's out looking for us 
or like that um, vision of like, you know, the good shepherd looking for the lost sheep. Um, so that's one of my favorite characteristics of God or the my favorite attributes of God is just, you know, his grace. And I, mm. I, that's probably my favorite line of, of the song is the second verse. Yeah. I think uh, we should mention this. Um, there was one single word I think that was the most challenging in the entire song. Finally, when it landed, very recently, oh, okay, now it makes sense. The word unto. That line never really like worked po- poetically or like musically. Uh, when darkness falls, I will cling to the cross. That's what it always had been. And then it was like, what if we just make it cling unto the cross? And you have one more syllable, and the song feels right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it needed to sit there, and that song sit there for four years, um, waiting on that one word. But it's kind of cool how when that happens, there's just this there's just this sigh of relief or just this breath of fresh air, whatever. Oh, that's it. Tiny little piece made it feel perfect, you know. Hmm. I don't know, perfect to me. I guess it's yeah. relative. It doesn't, it doesn't leave you thinking, like, what What didn't feel right about that? Yeah, yeah, because that was the question. Yeah. Because we kept going back. I think it was like, when darkness falls, I will cling to the cross. Mm-hmm. Or, I will cling to the cross. Like, it, it came. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it felt forced. And yeah. if you put unto in there, it fixes all the problems. <laughs> it does. It, it almost, you talk about sigh of relief, but it's almost like this breath in there, of like a relief. Hmm. Like, I will cling unto the cross. Like, it, it's powerful, like rest or whatever in there. I like it. Rest. Rest. It's Hebrews. That's right. Hebrews 4. Well, it's all throughout. Hebrews 4, then 7. Yeah. Well, great. Well, so excited. This song, Anchor, um, has not been recorded, as we've said, um, but we are singing it at Hope, and I'm excited we're singing it at our next college night. Oh, really? powerful. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. We just decided that. That'd be good. If that's all right with you guys, well, I know that I have to call my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to write up a contract or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just won't let Austin sing it. Yeah, yeah. I could see him, you know, doing something that steals all the credits, <laughs> and he, you know, you can look at Austin and tell he's he's got something, some skeevy little plan going on. You know? No, no he doesn't. <laughs> Because it was my idea. Austin is, <laughs> Austin is credited on the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was one of their songs. When we had our first kind of like songwriting retreat, if you want to call it that. Yeah. We we knew we, that that was a goal for the church. Kind of the next step for our worship team was trying to introduce original songs and then get them recorded where people can be, you know, listening to them in their car, driving to work, you know, listening at home. And um, so we, you know, compiled our best ideas, the ones we thought, you know, had the most potential, um, or the most complete. And uh, and then we, we took a retreat to um, Ridgecrest, a couple of us with uh, Pastor Skip, and hashed out, you know, 
these songs and kind of voted on the ones we felt you know were were the closest or whatever and so this was one of the ones that um, came together you know we made some of those edits to lyrics and stuff and so Austin was a you know a part of he and I worked on this one a good bit yeah. so um, hmm. that was a, a special uh, weekend and not just because of the pizza yeah and I got to take off work which was nice <laughs> but uh, we had we had a, a lot of good fellowship and just yeah. like a lot of vision casting happened and hmm. and uh you know, it was kind of like seeing some of the fruit. Like you're talking about our partnership and, and writing songs. Started seeing some of the fruit. And just me, almost on a selfish level, I started seeing some of my aspirations or dreams, like, kind of come to fruition. So it was kind of special for me. Um, so I'm definitely grateful to Skip and, um, you know, Hope Community Church and you, Caleb, and just... And, all you guys trusting me and letting me be a part of some of these songs, um, and, and letting letting them be more than just a voice memo on my phone, hmm. you know, knowing that God's actually going to use them yeah. to be glorified, and then also to to minister to people, way better than just sitting on a old Dell laptop or <laughs> an old iPhone four. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jansen, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Hope, hope it's not the last time. Hope we can do it again. Oh, yeah. For sure. We will. We'll talk about the Avett Brothers or something, you know? I'm gang. Johnny Cash, Switchfoot, coffee, whatever. Oh, coffee, yes. Let's do it. I got you. <laughs> Love it. Cut.